Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Montgomery Entrepreneur and Digital Marketing Agency owner. Today, my guest is Deidre Wright. She's the award-winning CEO of Strategic Stories and Personal Brand Advisor, helping professionals elevate their visibility, careers, and income. She's been featured in Essence.com, Savoy Magazine, and she's a public speaker for TV, online, media, and events. Welcome to the show, Deidre. Thanks for having me, Amy. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on, and I want to know, can you tell uh, a little bit of your story and how you became a brand advisor and how you got to where you are today. Yes, I would say I've always been the hype man. I just didn't know a language for how to communicate that. But when I think about all the things I've done over different industries like public health, insurance risk management, marketing, diversity, inclusion, I've always solved problems and I always told stories. Why? Because I've always wanted to make the world a better place. As corny as it sounds, that's what my mission was. That's why I graduated with a degree in anthropology and sociology to make the world a better place. And so what I found is no matter what it is, we're always selling ourselves. We're selling ourselves for jobs. We're selling ourselves to our family. We're selling ourselves to our lovers or whatever. But it's like, how do we put on our best face to attract the team opportunities that we have? And so I found the people who are most successful in life are those who self-promote with soul. It's all about how do I share my talents and gifts to better the world. And so in a nutshell, what happened is I started my career in public health, working on research studies, figuring out why girls start puberty early and long-term who gets breast cancer. And what I discovered from that, even though we can get the best discoveries in the world, if you don't make it digestible information, the public will never be educated. So instead of having social media campaigns, they'll write the reports in scholarly journals at like 15 pages. So I'm like, I got to try out marketing because I need to figure out a better way to alert the public of what they need. And then I went to marketing and worked at uh, McKesson, which is a healthcare company that has services for that. And then I ended up pivoting to risk management because at the time I had a baby, I needed to change things up. And that I really love helping Fortune 500 companies identify how to protect their bottom line, their people, and really tell their story of why they're a good risk for insurance companies. Through that experience, I really realized in order to promote my career, I had to sell myself to my manager and others. And so when I felt stalled in my career, I started using social media, particularly LinkedIn. And I used it to get started doing work I wanted to do because I was an insurance broker, but I wanted to break back into marketing and then diversity work because that's something I was passionate about. Um, when I tried to pivot in my company, they kept on telling me no. So I was like, bet, I will show you, I'm going to do it. So when I used LinkedIn, I leveraged network and I remember going viral with over like 22,000 views, helping recruit research studies participants for my company because they were doing a diversity survey. So when I was told no, when I tried to pivot internally, they said no. But when I tried to do a project, it helped me out. And then from there, I started public speaking. And when I public speak at an event, the CEO of the company, an insurance magazine, saw me and recruited me to head the Diversity Inclusion Institute. Why am I telling you this stuff? When I sold myself, I got opportunities. So I wanted to equip others with the tools to do it for themselves. And lastly, when I was at the Diversity Inclusion Institute, I found a, a trend that always happened. I'll meet these chief diversity officers or chief um, HR officers, and they said, we can't find diverse talent. And I'm like, you can't find one woman, one person of color, one just you can't find anybody. And I think part of it is like, I'm not going to blame everyone on their lack of ability to see people. But I think part of it is we have advocacy to advocate for ourselves. If those 
other people can't see our value, it's the onus is on us to promote that value. So I equip my clients with the tools to self-promote soulfully so they can get whatever they want in life. So in walking through that, what are you grateful for now in hindsight? I'm grateful that I was told no. You know, only made me more spicier and more hungry to like advocate for the underdog and give them tools and through my testimony and my journey, I was able to learn things to help equip my clients with. So I'm I'm grateful for my path. I'm also grateful for my diverse breadth of experience between hosting over 40 events for the insurance magazine, going viral, helping my clients go viral, helping my clients, you know, generate money. So it's like, that's something I'm grateful for. But if I didn't have those challenges, I would never be where I'm at right now. What's your intention in developing your current coaching business as far as serving those people in the future? Yeah, honestly, when I thought about the vision, when I was just like, had this as a side hustle, is I want to equip 100 diverse leaders with self-promotion tools to be in the C-suite. So my legacy, I hope by the time I retire, by die, is help these different diverse leaders, whether they're entrepreneurs or executives in corporate or nonprofit, get the tools they need to advocate for their dream careers and really increase their values. So they're making more money and have economic empower. That's the vision. And I love that different ways I could do that through coaching, through public speaking, to different different services. So that's the goal. And I'm excited to be on the journey. Even during this pandemic, I equipped four women to get over seven job offers in the pandemic. And a couple of them got salary increases over 21%. So even just having that power of saying, I'm helping people right now in the lowest part of our history, reach their dreams and be grateful as you've seen and valued, that makes me feel really empowered to keep on doing the work. Tell us your definition of what a brand is and why is that important? Yeah, so brand, I just think of your brand as your identity. Like, what do you want to be known for? What it, what, What is your calling card? And when I think of that, I think about your reputation. I think people make it so complicated, like a brand is, it's really your reputation. What do you want to be known for? And also, how do you filter who you want to work with, who you want to serve? You, we can't serve everybody. We just can't, we can't. I'm all about specialists. So when I think about my clients, I love specialists, no matter how niche or weird it is. But if you don't have a clear brand or a a stance on what you do, who you serve and what you offer, it's really easy to be overlooked in the marketplace. What are some of the ways that people can improve their brand if they feel like maybe they don't have one or uh, maybe it's not as clear as they would like it to be? Yeah. So for me, I have a four-step framework I use. I put that stuff on everything. Frank's red hot. You put that on everything. It's like, I put this on everything. And so basically it's, one clarity define success in your terms. So first you gotta have a vision and clearly define what do you want, how much money you want to make, what kind of work you do, what kind of services, because you know, you can be a coach and you have competition, but you can serve clients in different ways. So what do you actually want and what's your goals? Once you decide on your goals, next is credibility. You gotta communicate your value confidently. Like why are you the best? What's your track record of success? What do you do the best? What makes you stand out from the competition? That's what I like to help people kind of center themselves on. After they get past that, it's more of network. So how do you find your success supporters? Who's going to be either your ideal client or ideal referral partners to help you get business and really root for you and sponsor you and sponsor you? Like when you're not in the room, who's saying your name or saying your company name to get you opportunities? And last is brand. So building your VIP reputation. So once you have the clear vision, once you know what you're bringing to the table, once you know who you're trying to connect with, how do you really get more visibility as a leading authority in your space? So that's what I go through and help clients go through. So they are a clear foundation for why they're branding before they brand and it falls flat. There's no strategy. You really earnest LinkedIn 
to be able to be seen in your own industry, to be able to get some traction, to get to where you wanted to in your career. How can you help other people to harness LinkedIn like you did and get more visibility? Yes. And so um, I actually offer a LinkedIn intensive for clients if people are interested in that. But I always tell people, look at your data. The, the, the details are in the data. So if you go on your LinkedIn profile, you can see how many profile views you had in the last 90 days, your post views. So literally it can tell you like what regions they're from, what kind of job titles and what kind of companies they work for. And also you can see like your search appearances. So when people search and look in LinkedIn, how often are you found and for what kind of titles are they looking for? So for example, if you're a doctor, people are finding you for executive coaching, clearly you're off target for what you want to be found for. So I always tell people, start with the data and then build your content strategy around that. Who is looking at your profile, create content that's going to actually engage them and do that. So that's what I tell people to start with. Start with your data and then you can always go from optimizing your profile and other things, but look there because I'm telling you, your data will always help you win. So what's your truth that has gotten you this far in your journey? Owning my power, owning my story. Owning my story really has helped me in lots of ways. Internally, it helped me grow confidence in myself. I am who I am. I am very unique. And I came from the risk management world. And while there's a lot of interesting people in the world, people call it unsexy or boring. I knew that I was always the only in the room. I was typically the only woman only black person, only millennial, only mother. From my peer level, I was the only one with a kid and single mom at that point in most of my my career. And so I knew I had to stand out. I had a really great mentor. I had this mentor when I worked at Kaiser and Research, older Jewish woman who was doing research back in the 60s, 70s, where there were not really many women. And she's like, Deidre, you're a young, attractive black woman. When you go through rooms, people are going to look at you make sure you have something of substance to say because you're going to get your attention. So it helped me learn that like when you're different, you're going to get visibility. So might as well maximize it as your superpower strength. So that's really helped me go from feeling insecure about being different to like, oh, I got a superpower. Let me use this for the greater good. I think that's really powerful because if you look at anyone that is online, that is doing really well, that is uh, has a large following or whatever it is, it's always their differences and how they're different from everybody else that makes them that way. So what are some of your success stories uh, in the people that you've coached? I think of one of my clients, Kathy, when I met her, my friend from high school introduced us. She was actually in Brazil at the time when the pandemic happened. So she had quit her job. She was working in the rental car space for a while. And after 10 years, got kind of burnt out, wanted to try something new. Shared back backpacking around Brazil, pandemic happens, and she was looking for jobs. And she was out of work for like 10 months. So she was kind of panicking. So we worked together to help her position her brand as a thought leader. She had some clear goals. One, she wanted to get into the tech industry. And two, she wanted to work in the wine industry. So I'm like, hmm, okay, how do we repackage your brand to be seen as a software leader? Well, after working together, we got some networking tools, some LinkedIn profile tools, and a a personal brand strategy. Not only did she get a tech job in the car space, a a car tech job, but also she got a sales job work in the wine industry. So she really manifested her dreams with a plan. Another client of mine, I knew when I first met her future, she was going to be a thought leader. She just had a commanding energy, but she didn't know how to start monetizing her brand and how to start a business. She said, it's going to take a 10 years before I start my business. I was like, no, it's going to be now. And so we really positioned her as a software leader by rebranding her bio, her talking points. And she started leveraging LinkedIn to the point where she actually got 
picked up and quoted in the New York Times through her thought leadership on there. I've also helped clients. She was a business owner. She was on the LinkedIn space and coaching. She wanted to get off the, she was in Instagram space, but she wanted to go on LinkedIn because she wanted to get more corporate contracts as she transitioned from a business coach to a DEI consultant. And so I'm like, okay, let's get you a LinkedIn strategy. Let's make over your profile. Let's get you some content. And within three months, she got $20,000 worth of leads. And I know it was three months because when we did our strategy, she was pregnant and in labor. And I was like, girlfriend, um, like, she's like, I got contractions. And so when she did her testimonial, her beautiful daughter, Ruby, was three months. And so to me, if someone could take a maternity break, have a baby, and then get that many leads, like with a little bit of lift of her time, that was a win for me. So, so that's some of, some of the wins I got that I enjoy additionally helping people get job offers during the pandemic has been great. That's really neat. So not only do you help with brand, but you help people with that strategy to be able to reach those goals. Yeah. The, the key thing is how do you leverage your reputation to attract what you want in life? I think a lot of us, I think we make things complicated. It's all, everything's a people business or people and relationships. If we can really harness relationships and self-promotion to get what we want, anything's possible because I bet, you know, Amy, a lot of people who are not the smartest people, but they have high emotional intelligence and high people skills and they, they get what they want in life, money, status, happiness, because it's all about relationships. And I always think about one client and I actually have a couple of clients who had these issues where they are top of their class. They've got multiple degrees. They have all this experience. And what happens is that no one likes them. I remember one of my clients had a 360 feedback as part of what I do is give people personal brand audits and 360 feedback and her team, even though she was really good at her job, they couldn't trust her. You want to know why? Mm-hmm. She never talked about her personal life. Because the way she was raised as, you know, first generation, she was an immigrant. It's like, you don't keep your personal business to yourself. And so I was like, you've got to tell them something about you. What did you do this weekend? Did you go to a concert? Did you try a new recipe? And once she started doing that, she actually was more successful. She's like, successful. She's like, oh my God, dude, you're like, they're coming to me more. They're liking me. Leadership's happy because they can trust me. And part of it's just the people skills. So I help people use those skills to really get what they want out of life. That's really powerful and very and so important. I absolutely agree with that because, you know, it can be so competitive in the corporate world. And I think that some people are afraid that if they share a little bit, that it might uh, actually hurt them. But uh, to your point of that, those relationships and how deep they go. That's what's truly important. Yeah. You want those water cooler moments, or I call them the gossip pods. I'm not pro gossip, but if something's going down with your business, your industry, your, your company, you want people to tell you what is the tea. Hey, did you hear so and so is switching companies? Did you hear this new marketing trend? Like, you want to be in the loop. If you're not in the loop, you're overlooked, you're underpaid, you're going to have issues. You've got to figure out how do people want to come in and also confide in me. So, you have a manager. And they might have insecurity. Hey, I need to hit this goal and I need someone to help me really put me the tools. Can I count on you? Like, I think it's all about building trust and no like trust factor that a lot of people think is just, I don't know, just a catchphrase, but it's a lifestyle. So that's what I want people to do, whether you're an entrepreneur or executive, make personal branding a lifestyle. So it's not a, a task. And what happens when you don't do that, you, you get laid off. You get overlooked, you lose clients and leads. And it's like, now you got to be front of mind. So whatever you can do to do that. And that really comes to people skills and how to self-promote and not be afraid of the spotlight when you deserve to be in it. If you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out, what would it be? Girl, check your mindset. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't know how many courses or classes or whatever. The best thing you can develop is your mindset to be resilient. 
and to not give up because the best thing you can do is fail and learn. But when you don't try and don't take action, that's when you really lose. Yeah, that's so true. And you and I were talking about that a little bit. It's so easy to get in your brain and overthink and then you get stuck, really, because you're overthinking about everything. And uh, I think we all go through that. I know. If there's people that are listening and they're like, gosh, I could really use some help with my brand. What's the best way for them to work with you? There's different ways. Obviously, for a corporation, I do a lot of public speaking. I'm a coach with a group program. I love teaching people how to leverage LinkedIn and personal brand to either increase their business or grow their careers. Additionally, I do offer LinkedIn intensives, which we literally optimize your profile for views, your posts, and so that you are a senior software leader in your space using LinkedIn. If you want a quick fix, if you, let's say you want a personal brand or facelift, that's what that is. But if you want a total makeover, have name fame, which is a one-on-one coaching program in which we go through the steps to get you to become a senior software leader through a personal brand strategy, public speaking strategy, and a LinkedIn strategy. So if you want the whole trifecta to either grow your career, grow your income, grow your visibility, that's the way we can work together. And you can find me at djrec.com. Also, I have an actual podcast. It was a private podcast called Pick My Brain. So if you want to pick my brain and, and learn all the secrets to build, grow, and monetize your personal brand, definitely go to pickmybrainpodcast.com. And that's all the tips for you right there. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your expertise. It's been wonderful. You're the bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so great getting to know you. And I want to mention that all of Deidre's Links are down below if you want to access those in the podcast. And uh, everyone, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. If you want more information about A Call to Thrive, you can go to acalltothrive.com. Thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful week.